Good afternoon, welcome to the Market Wrap for APW, number 86, Stuart Williamson here at the helm. I'm recording this this week from Dubai, where we've just incorporated our new company. The concept being that we see the Middle East, North Africa region as a major area we need to service if we're going to look after our clients properly, as we do out of uh, KL, Singapore, Hong Kong and the Far East. Why do we do these podcasts, these webinars, this uh, Market Wrap? because it's a way of sharing information. As I said, we're getting close to 100 now, so it's been going pretty well. If you like it, do please share, uh, subscribe, and of course, you know, if you can be nice about it, that's nice too. This week, we're going to be covering what's happening in the UK property ladder, and is inflation going to lead to a property market slump? So, firstly, what's your step? The rungs on a property ladder just got bigger. According to news reports uh, this week, families hoping to buy Detached homes must now spend another £145,000 to make their second step on the property ladder after the pandemic has basically widened the rungs and the gaps between purchasing levels. The race of space among buyers triggered a 17% rise in detached house prices between March 2020 and December 2021, equal to a £60,000 change according to Halifax. These soaring prices mean families hoping to make a move from a semi-detached house to a detached property now need to shell out an additional £145,000, which is one-fifth more than £121,000 required before the pandemic hit. £145,000 extra is a phenomenal amount. Value gaps between different types of property have expanded across the board. Buyers upsizing from terrace property now need an extra £66,000 to own a semi-detached, compared to £57,000 in March 2020. Russell Galley of the Halifax said, a record number of moves having taken place throughout the pandemic, with, with the demand for detached homes now greater than for any other property type meaning the competition for these looking to buy an often, larger pro- an often larger property is fierce. At the same time, apartments have risen in value by much less than larger homes, going up by 9% last year, but this is still an increase of £13,000. And, and this has led to an increased step from flat owners wanting to upgrade themselves. So your average flat owner needs to spend an extra £54,000 to move from to a typical terraced house. So you can see it's a knock-on effect. We have you know, flat owners, terraced houses, detached, larger houses. So why is this happening? You know, as employers basically begin to crystallise long-term plans for home and, and hybrid working, buyers are able now to consider homes further afield as the need to commute falls away. With properties previously considered too remote, now giving families extras like garden, gardens, extra rooms, home offices, all those sort of things, according to Mr Galley. House prices in Wales have consistently grown at a faster pace than any other area during the pandemic, attracting both home buyers and second home buyers to its large countryside and coastline. The price of an average detached home in the country, which as I said before, is not actually a country, it's a principality, but we'll let that slip for now, has soared by more than 24.5% since March 2020. 
After that, the northwest of England has jumped by 22%, so it's just slightly behind it. In London, where the housing market has been hardest hit by population fleeing to greener pastures, uh, the price of detached houses has increased by 12.4%, the lowest in the country. So it's half what Wales has done. What does this mean to us, uh, us as investors? A greater shortage of property, therefore greater rental opportunities. So if people can't buy, they'll rent. So if we can afford to buy, that's great. We have ongoing property price appreciation. With UK consumer price inflation looking to set a 30 year, hit a 30-year high of 6%, by April, apparently it's 5.7% at the moment. The big question for the Bank of England, the wider public, is how quickly will it fall back after that? And will it fall back quickly enough to present, prevent a property crash? Uh, the Bank of England in the UK in December became the first major central bank to raise interest rates in the world. I'm sure not a lot of people knew that. You know, they were the first to do it since the global economy was hammered by the pandemic. Now, now a lot of investors, a lot of pundits out there, are betting there could be at least four more rate hikes in 2022, taking the bank rate as high as 1.25%. Inflation, though, potentially is transitory, and it will come and go quite quickly. So they'll hike it now, and it will mean no hikes required after that. But unfortunately, inflation is, is hitting consumers at the worst possible time. You know, with a tax hike coming in April on uh, commodities, because basically the government has a cap and basically they're removing the cap in April and energy bills for an average house in the UK could hit £1,900. And there's growing pressure on the government to just not allow that and perhaps take VAT away from it. Because if they did that, it'll reduce you know, energy bills a little bit. So energy bills are set to, to rise by nearly a half to £1,900 when the cap is removed. And that is out of control of, of us because the regulator does that. So basically, if they can remove that, it will soften, soften the blow, which is something that needs to be done because really people in the UK are really struggling with this high inflation. It's the highest it's been for 30 years. It's okay for you know, us internationally to look at it because we are hopefully in a better tax situation, but it's not great for the UK people. Basically how the market cap works is that they have a six-month approach, and if wholesale prices go up over a six-month period, then the government says you can increase your, your gas prices for that. Um, it's, it is predicted that it will go up to £1,897, so £1,900 per average person from its current level of £1,277, has an increase in 48%. Uh, a variety of econom economists out there, notably a lady called Bethany Beckett from Capital Economics, so said that, how, that in reality, household income is now going to fall actually this year. It'll fall in real terms, contrib contributing to a, the economic growth being only 3.7% compared to 5% that the Bank of England suggested in November. This has led to a statement from recently from Governor Bailey from the Bank of England. The Bank of England says they're sorry for the rising cost of living. How long is inflation likely to stay? Bank of England currently forecasts, as of November, that it'll go to 3.5% in two, 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 2022 before falling to 2.25% and then 2% in the years after that. So by 2024, it should be 2%.
But after these most recent gas price uh, increases, these utility price increases, they expect the bank of the, the inflation rate to be at six percent in April. So it's going to be longer before it falls. Probably today they will increase interest rates, probably by 0.5 percent. So they're working hard to reduce inflation. But if you've got these humongous gas bills coming through, you've then got um, interest rates going up. It's going to be a difficult time for the UK. And frankly, is it going to cause a, a market crash? Not now, no. Will it cause it in the, you know, the next two to three years? If you look at the stress levels that have been built into mortgages in the UK post global financial crisis, where the average mortgage is now stress tested at 3% more than it was previously, you've got a lot of scope in there for, for, for it to go up and not affect people too much. How, have interest rates, how do interest rates work? How, how does it have an effect on the market? Well, in 2008, they increased interest rates, sorry, they reduced interest rates to 0.5% to deal with the global financial crisis. In 2016, with Brexit worries, they reduced it down to 2.5%. Then when the COVID crisis came, the Bank of England reduced interest rates down to 0.1%. So they use interest rates to control what's going on in the economy. And interest rates will go up, therefore, to control inflation and prevent the economy overheating. But if it's only going to be over a three-year period, and it's only short-term logistical inflation, then that, that's maybe not necessary to have such a high, high set of hikes as they might have had in the past. So therefore, the base rate will stay lower and a slump will not occur. Any increase in bank rates, just to explain how it works, sorry, any increase in, in the base rate basically means that tracker mortgages will immediately go up, followed by variable rate after that. And the more expensive mortgages will have a, a simple effect on, on the housing market, just to make it very simple. Less purchasing power of UK residents to buy more property and service debt in the short term. It means that interest go up, they'll be spiking in the short term, meaning that people will be psychologically put off by, well, it's quite high, or if it goes higher. But what does it mean to us as international investors? It basically means it shouldn't really have that much of an effect on us, which I know is not great for the UK, but it shouldn't. We just need to be more selective in what we're buying, make sure it's going to be there and will make solid money. So a good location, very low voids, good rental yields, up to 6% if we can, and potential capital appreciation, where we'll give, the, give us those sort of aspects. So that's what we really need to look at. But just to, you know, to clarify, inflation is high. The people in the UK and many other places around the world, around the world are really suffering. Prices are high. It's going to have a negative effect, but there is still a lot of pent-up demand from people who wanted to move in 2021 who couldn't, who will still move. For us as, in, as investors from offshore, it's still a great buying opportunity. To capitalise potentially on other people's issues, yes, which is not a great thing, but you know we're in this to make money, ideally. Um, so interest rates don't mean the end of the world. It has become a more difficult market to get into because the rungs on the housing ladder have, ladder have gone up considerably. But there's still great opportunities out there. So there we go. That's it for this week. I hope you enjoy it. My first from Dubai. 
Um, this is a bit weird. I hope to have the Burj in the background, uh, but unfortunately, it's quite noisy out there and it's difficult to the video. I'll try it again for next week when I'm still here. Take care. Bye bye.